0: Not used to manage. This beautiful morning I'm excited about the word of God and I want to get straight into it. And I want to start with a note of thanksgiving to our Father and our Lord. The one who laid down his life on a cross for you for you and me. A heavy heavy price to pay who gave up his life on a cross and purchased yeah, purchased you and me from eternal damnation and now has given us eternal life and this morning I want to give you a perspective and you you take some time and think about it is we have so many things to be thankful for. Things that we even do not know that the Father does for us. The Bible says, give thanks to the Lord for His mercies and new every morning. That means every morning, He's doing something for you. Every morning, He's showering you with His love and His blessing. Give thanks to the Lord for his mercies are new every morning. Oh, beautiful. That means each morning his mercies are new every morning. Bible is beautiful, does not mince a single word, does not have one word misplaced with another, does not have a dot or a comma or a full stop where it's not supposed to be. And that beautiful book of love says his mercies are new every morning. That means every morning your father is doing something for you. Yeah, you don't know it. Maybe you can't see it. Maybe it's not as clear as day, standing in front of you as a person or a situation that turns around. You you don't see it. But know this this morning. Every morning, he's doing something for you and me. And yes, it's true because it's in the word of God. And I'm going directly into uh, into a Psalm 136. And as I said this morning, I want to start with giving thanks. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good for His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord to the God of gods for His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for His mercy endures forever. To Him alone who does great wonders for his mercy endures forever. To him, who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want to tell you, he is going to do wonders for you this morning. The one who has made heaven and earth The one who has made the heavens and the earth. His mercy endures forever. Always. His love will never leave you. Always. Forever. Understand these words that are in the Bible. His mercy endures forever. The Bible says that with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Go to your father. And let him know your requests. I'll tell you what supplication. It's basically earnestly asking for something. And Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing. And hear this. This is for somebody this morning. Or maybe multiple people. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, in everything, by prayer and supplication, which is earnestly asking, Supplication is earnestly asking. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. What a beautiful scripture. I'm going to read it again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God oh hallelujah which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. What a beautiful passage of scripture. You know I've seen most people tend to think about God only when they need something. Or maybe when you're absolutely in a drastic situation and you need his intervention or you have nowhere to go. Maybe when you need to be saved from a particular situation. As I said, sometimes there is no place to go. And maybe you're not that person. Good for you. Maybe you're someone who gets up every morning and spends time with God. Good for you. Praise God for that. But this morning, I want to tell you that we've all been in some kinds of situations like that. I know I have. You know, those difficult ones in life. Now where we don't know what to do. And you've tried the smarts of the world and you've called your BFF and your BFF advice is not working. And then you call your rich, successful uncle who has all the money in the planet, but his advice is not working. And then you call your three worldly wise friends and their advice is not working. And now there's no solution. Yeah, I've been here. So I'm not pointing a finger at you. But there is no solution and there is nowhere else to go. So now what? And you know what? That's fine because we've all done this. At some point of time in our life, we've done this. But I want to tell you something this morning. Whatever situation you are in, according to the scripture in Philippians, first, give thanks to the Lord. And don't be anxious. You go to your father and you pray earnestly. You pray earnestly and you make your request known to him. You go back and you mark this passage of scripture in your Bible, Philippians 4, 6 and 7, and you you meditate on this. And remember, whatever situation you are in, first, give thanks. Don't be anxious. Go to your father and pray earnestly and make your request known to him. Oh, I know this is easier said than done. Oh, you don't know my situation. It's a dead end. There is no way out of this situation. There is no light at the end of this tunnel. Oh, I've been in this tunnel for a very long time. What do you know? I'll tell you what I know. Luke 137, for with God nothing is impossible. Amen. Hallelujah. For with God, nothing is impossible. Now, so you look at your situation and you might be making it bigger than what it is, or it might be bigger than you, or might be bigger than what you can handle, or what you can understand, what you can fathom, what you can think about, and way above your head. But the Bible says, for with God, nothing is is impossible, nothing. And this morning, I want to share a story with you from the word of God, which was an impossible situation, a dead-end situation, a no-way-out kind of situation. And mind you, I'm not putting anyone's situation above anyone else. I just want to tell you this morning that no matter what situation you are in, and you might think that I've been trying really hard for a very long time, Lord, And this really seems like I can't get anywhere with this. Yeah, we'll change your perspective this morning because the Bible says in Luke 137, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. And I'm going straight into this. This example, the story that I want to share with you from the Bible, and it's from the life. of... Of Joshua. And I think... I don't think... Sorry, I correct myself. I know Joshua knew the secret. Nothing is impossible with God. Oh, he knew the secret. Nothing is impossible with God. Oh, Joshua was a different guy. I love this guy. And I want to tell you this. You know, when... If you read... You read the book of Joshua... You know, whenever you get some time... And you want to know what his life was about... I'll tell you that God used to come and talk to Moses... There was a tent set far aside from, you know, the entire Israelite um, settlement. And Moses used to go in there and he used to talk to God. And God used to give him instructions and he used to come out. And then, let me tell you this, Joshua used to sneak into the tent from the back and he used to spend days on it in the tent in the presence of the Most High. Well, there was something about this guy. You read that book. You read that book of Joshua and he knew something. But I'll tell you what he knew for sure. Nothing is impossible with God. And there is this time when he's fighting these five armies. And they call the armies of the Amorites. they are five armies. They club together the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon. Five kings. And they gather together. And they go up against a city called Gibeon. And they decide to make war against it. And Gibeon had made a truce with Joshua. And that's the reason why they want to go and destroy Gibeon is because, of course, they did not like Joshua. And they did not like the fact that Gibeon has made a truce with Joshua. And they go and they encircle It's five armies. Oh, come on. Think about it. It's not one army. It's five armies. And they go up against one small small city. Wow. That's like, that city is ruined. And Gibeon, the king of Gibeon, calls to Joshua. Gibeon had made a truce with Joshua, the leader of the Israelite army. And when they know they're surrounded by five armies, they call to Joshua for help. And I want to tell you this morning what God... The creator of heaven and earth, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, says to Joshua, before he goes into this war. And you pay attention to this and you listen to this because this is the word of God this morning. Joshua 10.8 says, the Lord said to Joshua, Oh, do not fear them because I have given them into your hand. No one of them shall stand Before you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them because I have given them into your hand. Not one of them shall stand before you. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, do not fear your situation this morning. Look at Joshua's situation. He gets a call from Gibeon who says that they've got five armies. You know what, Joshua could have tucked tail and run. You know what, forget this is not my battle. I'm not even in Gibeon. I don't care if the city gets destroyed. Why should I even go? It's five armies. But Joshua answers the call. And this is what the Lord tells him. Do not fear them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will stand before you. Oh, don't fear your situation. Oh, don't fear your situation, whether it's a health issue, it's a bank balance, it's an empty bank balance staring at your face. It's a dead situation at work. It's a person constantly badgering you at work or going and doing kuspus into your boss's ears. Don't bother about it. Hey, you know what? Even if it's a group of people who dare to come against you. Don't fear the situation. The Lord has given the situation into your hand. And do with it as you please. Oh, I'm telling you this morning. Through the word of God. The Lord has given the situation into your hand. Do with it as you please. And look at it. The way Joshua looked at it. Oh, I told you there was something about this guy. I love this guy. Oh, he knew something about the Most High. And imagine the Most High coming and telling you, don't fear. I've given it to you. Not one will stand before you. Of course, you're not fighting a battle. You're not fighting a war. You're not going. You're not, the, you're not a general of an army. But you look at your situation and you align this word of God with your situation and see what the word of God is telling you this morning. Oh, hallelujah. And the Bible says, let me tell you, Joshua, takes the Israelite army and he's traveling the whole night. They're basically going to Gibeon. So the entire night, they're only traveling. And in the morning, they attack. They don't even rest. They don't do anything. They reach the place and they attack. The Bible says, Joshua surprises the army of the Amorites. And there's chaos amongst them. And it's a slaughter. And the Bible says that some of them began to begin to run downhill to escape. And the Bible says, Lord, the Lord sent hailstones down on them and killed them. But see the conviction that Joshua had to the word that the Lord gave him. Not one will stand before you. Not one will stand before you. Oh, he took it. Oh, he just took it to the next level because God said not one will stand before you. And you listen to this this morning because he does something aligned to the word of God that was released to him. Don't fear. I've given it to you. Not one will stand. So listen to what he does. And oh, you listen to this. Joshua 10, 12. And then Joshua. Oh, hallelujah. And then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said, in the sight of Israel, that means he's talking to the Lord while he's fighting the battle. Israel is with him. And he says, sun stand still over Gibeon and moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the people had revenge upon the enemies. The sun stood still in the midst of heaven. This is the word of God in the Bible, Joshua 10, 12 to 14. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and it did not hasten to go down for a whole day. And there has been no day like that before it or after it that the Lord... That the Lord, he did the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, there has been no day like that before or after. That the Lord, he did the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. Oh, I want to tell you something this beautiful morning. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What he did for Joshua, he will do for you. But do you look at your situation like the way Joshua did? Oh, that's, that's on you. And there has been no day like that, before it or after it, that the Lord, he did the voice of a man. And made the sun stand still. For the Lord fought for Israel. You are Israel today. Oh, you are the chosen of God. You are the redeemed and purchased. Through the blood of the Lamb. You are Israel this morning. And I want to tell you this morning. Oh, you become a Joshua. And look at your situation very differently. Just because God told Joshua. Not one will escape. He made the sun stand still so that nobody escaped. Oh, well, that's how he took the word of God. And when God said that nothing, not one will go, right? So wait, son, you just, you stay there. I'm not letting one go. Oh, that was Joshua for you. Are you a Joshua this morning? Are you looking at your situation like Joshua does? Like Joshua did? Oh, look at your situation differently. And I want to tell you this morning, He fights for you. Yeah, there are situations that are above us. Yeah, there are situations where the water does go above your head. And I'm not denying that. But I want to tell you, and I'm here to tell you this morning through the word of God, that He fights for you. Oh, do not fear your situation. It's the word of God, people. It's not me. Do not fear your situation. He has given it into your hands. He has already given it into your hands. Do with it as you please, just as Joshua did. And this beautiful morning, oh, you give thanks to him. You give thanks to him for he has already changed the situation. Hallelujah. Dear Lord, I thank you for your word, Lord. I thank you for your double-edged sword. I thank you, Lord, that You were obedient to death and death on a cross only for us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you have redeemed us with a heavy price, Lord. I thank you for what you did on that cross. I thank thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, Lord. Though we remain faithless, Lord, you are faithful, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your mercies that are new every morning. I give you thanks, Lord, as you have already changed people's situations right now. I thank you, Lord, for stepping in and fighting this battle, Lord, for them. Because this battle does not belong to them. It belongs to you, Lord. And aligned with your word, everything is yea and amen. In your name, nothing is impossible. And you will show your people that, Lord. Oh, I thank you for this beautiful word, Lord. I thank you. Thank you. I thank you always, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.